2: Welcome to episode four of season two of HUSC Chat. It hasn't been the most positive week on the pitch for the club, but I'm hoping that this podcast will be able to provide you with a bit of something to smile about. Um, we've got some club news. We've got a look ahead to the FA Cup first round proper tie away at Sol for next week. We're also going to look into how we got in the first round of last year and of course the inevitable of looking back at the two games that we've played against both Altrincham and Torquay but without further ado I'm going to pass you over to Davo who's going to take you through the club news.
3: Yeah, it hasn't been the greatest of weeks as you've just said but you know we keep moving forwards and with that with that let's take a look at the latest ongoings at the club. The first bit of news of it come, came just days ago when the club put out a statement announcing that this Tuesday's trip to the Hive to take on Barnet in the National League has once again been postponed. Just to take you through what the statement said. Our Vanarama National League fixture against Barnet has again been postponed. The clash at the Hive was meant to take place next Tuesday, the 3rd of November. However, the league has recommended we once again postpone this tie. The decision comes after the recent, recent announcement that a Wrexham player tested positive for COVID, and this player did feature against Barnet last Tuesday night. The postponement will allow Barnet to monitor and test their players. Both Hartlepool and Barnet will work closely with the league to rearrange this fixture and will update supporters as soon as possible. But a major positive this week was Dave Chandler securing the services of both Luke Williams and Ryan Johnson, who have both signed fresh deals with the club. Um, we don't know how long it is, it's unspecific, but this is great news. We've spoke mounts of times about the Luke Williams and the potential that he holds. Also, Ryan Johnson, who has extended his contract after originally only signing a deal taking him up until the back end of September. And Jack, what are your thoughts on this?
2: Yeah, I mean, as you just said, we've talked a lot, an awful lot about Luke Williams. I mean, there's not much more to say than what you've just said. He's got bags of potential. He can change a game in a couple of minutes. Um, And he's definitely a player that if we can keep fit, he you know we will be able to continue pushing on hopefully and I'm really hopeful he'll play a big part because he's been really unfortunate with injuries and you know we've kept the faith with him he's continued at the club so let's hope Buster and the staff can keep him fit and then Dave gets a chance to put him out there for us fans to enjoy. Ryan Johnson as he said he was only on a very short-term deal but he's proved himself hasn't he you know he's joint top scorer, which is a little bit worrying as a defender, but he's got bags of potential. And I really think he can grow and um, keep growing whilst he's at the club over this. However long his deal is, as you said, it hasn't been um, disclosed, unfortunately. But yeah, both both positive pieces of news um, coming out of the club this week. Now onto the not the most enjoyable part of this podcast, the reviews of both the Altrinum game and the Torquay game. In terms of Ultronome, Really poor result against a team that were bottom of the table. You know, if Ben Killip didn't save us right at the end with that very dubious well, it was a very dubious penalty decision in the first place. But if he hadn't pulled off that that massive stroke of a save, you know, we would have been two losing two one to bottom of the league, which really doesn't do our hopes any good. Um, you know, their goal was coming for a, a large chunk of that second half. We were complacent. We sat back. We allowed them to come on to us. Up until yesterday, of course, I think that was the, the weakest performance of this season. You could clearly tell in the interview that Dave Dave Chaloner was not satisfied and that a lot of fans weren't either. But, you know, at that stage, we were just hoping it was a little blip and, and we'd move, move forward. Davo, is there anything that you could add to that? And uh, who was your man of the match, please?
3: You know, you, you've covered a lot of what I was going to say. Um, I speak on behalf of probably everyone... Every post fan, you know, it was so frustrating. You know, obviously we, we spoke in the off this podcast in the last podcast about this game, and you know we we said that they've got the are coming here with a point to prove. They, they were bottom the league, they hadn't won, and it's a game on paper that I'm not surprised. Post struggled with, to be quite honest. You know, you look at last season, it was this type of game that post struggled with, and but as you say, ultimately the goal was coming. We sat back, we were naive, we invited pressure on ourselves and, as you say, a sloppy penalty to give away, but it was Kylip's heroics that saved us from a, a what would have been an embarrassing defeat. I'm on the match, it would have to be Luke and you, Um, seemed to be our only creative spark in the game, the only person who looked like a threat, causing problems, trying shots from range in the box. So and things didn't get much better last night um, as polls were fresh 5-0 at home to Torquay um, on national television I mean where do we even start with this one we were just appalling from the get go everything that could have went wrong went wrong defensively all over the place open, wide open and 3-0 f- at half time just tells you everything that you need to know Dave Challner, if you haven't seen rollicking and the players midway through the first half trying to get some response that just didn't come at the you know the front end of the pitch, nothing was happening. The creativity was poor, simple passes weren't coming off, and to make matters worse, we lost Odessina, who so far this season has made quite a strong partnership with Johnson, and and obviously we've not having a defender on the bench. Changes were made again. Donaldson going at right back, uh, Cass going alongside Johnson as the other centre half, and obviously the sub made was was Gray who came on in place of Odyssey. The game, obviously, as you know, finished five 0 which confirmed Hartlepool's heaviest ever national league defeat and our biggest home defeat since the since we lost to Cambridge by the same scoreline back in League Two in the, in the 16 season. Jack, I know you've watched Challen's interview, and you know. He stressed how you know how much of a frustrating defeat this is. How much of a setback will this be going forward?
2: Yeah, I mean, thankfully I was at work. I didn't have to have to watch the absolute dross that turned out yesterday. And that's what I've gathered off social media. And obviously the score clearly, clearly reflects that. I watched DC's interview um when I got back and you know, that guy is so passionate about the club. He was visibly angry and upset and we haven't really seen this from managers in the past this is like genuine hurt you could tell um as, as you've said we don't to. we don't want to talk much about this we just need to stamp it out we need to get onto sulfur next week and just really prove what we are about what where how far we've come you know the start of this season has been so good the way that we've played football the way that we've improved and then this week's just been a bit of a, you know, put a damper on it a bit. But we just got to keep going. We've got to keep getting behind the lads. Uh, I know Dave said that the lads are in as much as he is. So hopefully that's true. And, you know, we can push on um, going into Salford next week. Hopefully on some more positive stuff now. Before we go on to the Salford preview, which Davo's done, I'm going to take a look back at Yeovil last year. We got in the first round of the FA Cup proper. It was originally a game that was meant to be on a Saturday, but it was called off to a waterlogged pitch. So the lads had to go back down on the Tuesday evening. It was Dave Chandler's first game in charge, funnily enough. Um, we went behind after just three minutes, 1-0, down in Yeovil, such a big journey. But we bounced back. Luke James scored, Gavin Oolahan, Nicky Cabamba and Toure finishing it off from the penalty spot to set up a second round proper with Exeter. Now, hopefully, we'll have another good result in the first round proper. And Davo, you're going to take us through the preview for next Saturday's game.
3: So, to tie up this episode, we look ahead to Saturday's fixture against Salford in the first rounds of the Emirates FA Cup, which will kick off at 1500 at the Peninsula Stadium. We have met before in this competition, funnily enough, back in December 2015, where Salford at the time were the non-league sides, making their way through the ranks, and we were in League Two. Five years later, and the tables have turned. Salford come into this one winning three of their last six games. And if you didn't know, Paul Scholes is their current interim manager, taken over from the recently departed Graham Alexander. And if things weren't tough already for Pills at the moment, it's about to get even more difficult when we have to face the informed James Wilson, who has scored in his last five home games you know, Looking at this one, I'm always positive, or at least I try to be positive, but I, I don't see us getting past this stage, if I'm honest. Um, I think with the defensive wars we've already got at the moment, I think if we can just come out really with a respectable scoreline, I think that would be great. I think for me, I'm going to go 4-1, Salford. Um, Jack, what about yourself? Have you got any positivity to shed?
2: Yeah, mate, I'm going to be a bit more positive. I think after this week, the players will have learned some things. I think it will be have been a reality check for quite a lot of players of where we're actually at. But I do think we're going to bounce back really strong. Um, Dave has said that they're going to be in every day this week. You know, There's plenty of chance for us to fix those things. I mean, maybe even bringing um, Aaron Cunningham back from Blythe, get him in the team. I think he's a really solid young footballer. To my prediction... I think we can take it to at least extra time. I'm going to go with a two-one win. Two-one win for pools this Saturday. Um, you know, hopefully, when we record the next podcast next Sunday, um, it'll be a bit more positive and we'll be in a better mood. Well, that concludes another episode of HFC Chat. Hopefully, this last week won't be repeated in the, well won't be repeated. man in the near future, and we can continue moving forward just want to thank you once again for engaging with the pages and the podcast and tuning into this episode and all the support with the pages is greatly appreciated we've seen a lot of increase in engagement from you and if you're not already following our social medias we're at hfc chat on twitter and on facebook it's Hartlepool united news keep the faith and never say die